character down. Repeat, we have a character down. Dispatching CIS. CIS, the Character Investigation Service. A modern take on the classic character study. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CIS, the Character Investigation Service. I'm Eric Thomas. Today's episode was written by a good friend of mine, C.R. Galarza. Now, I'm going to take a moment and get a little personal. C.R. Galarza is one of the wisest, smartest, most intelligent human beings I've ever known. And if you ever find yourself with the opportunity to have a conversation with him, pay attention. You're going to learn a lot because he's got a lot to say. Yeah, I love the guy. I really do. He's a great man. C.R. Galarza is a southern-born writer with a love of space and the things within it. He spends most of his time a lifelong learner, a critical observer, and a loving friend. When he is not doing these things, he attempts to unravel the mysteries of the universe at the bottom of a coffee cup. He currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia. That's the standard paragraph I use as a writer. For the nitty-gritty, I enjoy sci-fi, horror, and comedy. I play the same video games until the brakes fall off and watch the same films until my eyes bleed. I spend more time trying to figure out why I like something than actually liking it. My humbleness and humility comes from spending time in the deep dark, so expect some of that from time to time. Outside of that, I'm just glad you're here and find me interesting enough to read my stories. I hope that, at minimum, I killed a few minutes of your day. Case number 12-18-2015. Case title, He Never Died. Case character, Jack. Immortality is something that humanity has been discussing since we began to hunt. The idea of living forever, healing from our wounds supernaturally is the cornerstone of myth and legend. Gilgamesh's quest for immortality is considered the oldest version of such a story and it follows through into the modern era with the likes of Wolverine, X-Men, and perhaps Superman, but we will deal with those two later. There is certainly a darker side to this idea, though most people tend not to explore it. We sometimes see it through shows like Supernatural or the interview with a vampire book and film. Immortality can be a morose experience that is filled with drama and intrigue. Again, we will deal with those two later. But as luck would have it, we have such a character on the slab today. The film is He Never Died and the subject of today's autopsy is known as Jack. He has had many names but as he tells us, his original one was Cayenne. We know him as Cain, but to keep it simple, let's call him Jack. Jack is a silver-haired fox with tattoos and only two scars located on the inside of his shoulder blades. While some would say these were wings, that would seem to be false. The scars were too small and too close together to support his height and build. For the sake of argument, Let's just say that this is the mark that God left on him after slaying his brother. He is muscular, 
possibly from taking care of himself on a regular basis, or he is supernaturally toned. Either way, Jack is stacked. He looks to be around his mid-50s and has a jawline made of granite. If these attributes tell us anything, Jack is supposedly the big hero of this film. But as we dive further into his skin suit, we learn more about the character. Despite having the physical attributes of a normal hero, Jack has issues. He is depressed, sleeping most of the day, and only going out to eat and play bingo. His interactions with people are through a series of nonverbal gestures and monosyllabic words. Jack is attempting to avoid humanity at all costs and with good reason. These people don't distract me. When you've lived as long as Jack has, you tend to see mortality as an annoyance. He has seen everything we can do, which includes great works of art and terrible acts of violence. It wouldn't shock me if Jack started to see people as one giant blob that inhabits the world. Jack avoids humans because whenever he deals with them, he gets thrown into another adventure or quest that serve as another point in his life that causes a distraction. There is another aspect of Jack that I have purposely avoided. His addiction. When God curses someone, it isn't just another thing that happens. It has a deep-rooted meaning that requires the person to look inward and attempt to regain their own humanity and grace. Jack's immortality is only one part of the curse. The other half is that he has a bloodlust that consists of drinking blood and consuming human flesh. While some would see this as him being a cannibal or perhaps a vampire, I lean toward neither. According to Jack, he is the only one of his kind and the others are just insane. He seems to be the focal point of this myth as well, bringing up the fact that he impaled people near the area we now call Romania. For the lack of a better idea, Jack is where we get the idea of vampires in this film. He has been on the wagon for some time and he is existing. He has decided to be non-violent, and the only way to do that is to just avoid people. Substance abuse, if we're going to call it that, can take a toll on the system. I equate Jack to be an alcoholic. In the film, we see him attempt to distract himself with a litany of things, but it always comes back to the blood. When he is drunk, he becomes incredibly violent and an abrasive person. All he cares about is getting one more drink and is willing to do just about anything to get it. Yes, he does go on a crusade to save his daughter from the bad guys, but at the same time, he just wants to go back to living his life. Some petty human's request for revenge sets him off one more time and now he can't stop. But let's take a step back and really look into this. You have someone who has been cursed by God to consume flesh of humans for all of time. He has been living for thousands of years trying to figure out why he hasn't died yet. He has taken who knows how much damage over the millennia eating along the way. Finally, in this modern age, he hits the wall. What's the point of all this carnage? 
why keep going if the curse is to wait until judgment day and then be told to sit outside the gates of heaven why keep going just to wait it out and then you find out you have a daughter after thousands upon thousands of years jack now suddenly has a child why he has been married more than once why he could give into his bloodlust in totality at the end of the film but chooses to help the horribly injured andrea why god finally wants jack to find why humans were created to begin with god wants jack to understand why she is angry when he killed his brother life is sacred because it is a gift death will take care of vengeance for you because in the end everyone dies i like the character of jack because he has hit the point in his life that most people hit it's not a midlife crisis or anything like that he knows exactly what he is and it depresses him he is an addict that cannot die no matter how many times he's tried hell i wouldn't be surprised if he had his head cut off and his body simply got back up to reattach it instead of imploding or exploding jack just slipped into the white noise of life and tried to become a part of the background he's thrown into the situation mostly because the guy that used to give him blood and human limbs owed money to the mob and jack was just being jack I'm glad the film ends with Jack just going, okay, and then carries Andrea off into the night to the hospital. No big hoopla or anything like that. He chooses life over revenge because what's the point? They all die eventually. On a personal note, I really enjoyed this case study. There's a particular cadence and rhythm to see Argelars' writing that's just magnetic and draws you in. As a reader, you want more. You want to go deeper into the story. You want to keep going until you hit bedrock. And it leaves you so creatively fulfilled, like you've been on a journey and you've found the pot of gold. You found the, the house in the middle of the forest you found your resting place along a brook amongst the daisies, the flowers, and the wild grass under the clear blue sky. I want to thank C.R. Galarza for giving me this opportunity to read this case study on his behalf. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. Thank you for listening to this episode of CIS, the Character Investigation Service. And I hope you'll be back next time for another episode. Good night. <laughs>